With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You are listening to Unvarnished Mamas, and we are so glad you found us. If you are looking for a place that embraces authentic life as a mom, no filter required, and finds beauty in the unvarnished moments, you've found it here. Join us two long-distance friends sharing this motherhood journey. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Unvarnished Mamas. And we even have TikTok, even though Diana is still figuring that one out. Now, pop in an earbud and spill some tea with us. We slept with the windows open last night and it is 54 degrees outside. So it's like the high 60s in my house right now. And I'm like in jeans. You can see my jeans. And I'm really happy about it. <laughs> I've got my Joanna Gaines earrings and I went ahead and recolored my hair because I may be crunchy, but I like my hair the way I want my hair. And I'm tickled. I am just tickled. We went, um, Sorry, I'm going to jump right in. <laughs> We're Go going ahead. To today. So um, one of the things that we do annually, because we're just goofballs or weirdos or whatever you want to say, um, we hunt for Buckeyes because we don't do anything with them. I posted on my personal page about us going hunting for Buckeyes and someone was like, well, what do you use them for? What do you do with them? And I was like, nothing. I hold them in my hands and I play with them and I look at them and say, oh, aren't you so pretty? Um, but we went out to our spot Sunday, and I was just thinking, we're just going to see that they're still on the tree. There's not going to be very many to pick up. We got a whole basket full and brought them home on Sunday. And so, yeah, guys, fall is here. I'm tickled. I'm very happy. It may be false fall, but I don't care. I'm pretending <laughs> like it's real fall. And I'm, I'm thrilled. I have a hot drink, and I need it to be hot. And I have my sweater. And I'm, I'm, doing and okay. I'm jealous. <laughs> Good move, Nora. No, thank you. <laughs> like, it's cool outside right now. And so I can justify having 
a sweater on and it's a thin sweater and I like I told Diana I'm just kind of faking fall with my long sleeve sweater <laughs> because it's I have a fan on and I'm wearing shorts under this <laughs> I'll change shirts as the sun starts to come up here but it's annoying but just it will be fall false fall tomorrow we're gonna get one day of low 70s oh and then we're going back up to 80s well we bounced into the 80s yesterday but the nights are gonna be consistently high 50s low 60s from here on out as far as i can tell for us which i mean you know there's always Indian summer around the end of September. But huh? yeah, we're going to have a little campfire tonight. It's going to be glorious. Sounds wonderful. Love having fires. A little bit of a fire bug for those of you who don't know. <laughs> I enjoy fire a lot. I, I'm not an arsonist, like being very clear. Like I'm not. <laughs> I don't enjoy house fires or anything like that, but we have a wood stove in our house and I'm like, I just love it. I love starting the fire. I love feeding it, taking care of it, the way it smells. Firebug. It smells glorious. Hmm. Husband gets lots of kisses and he smells like a campfire. <laughs> like you just smell so good. oh well as you said this is our catch-up episode this is an actual catch-up episode (laughs) it is not it well it is not that (laughs) i'm recording a catch-up episode while you were recording what we'd actually planned on recording We're on the same page this time. I told Shane that we were going to have 15 minutes, which it turned into 13 minutes after editing, of the two of us recording two separate episodes before we realized it. But it is what it is. And here we are. We are making it work. I'm really excited. Like, I don't feel like we've done a lot, and that makes me happy. <laughs> For a change. Yes. We just have a few things to talk about. Not a whole ton of things. Yeah. So do you want to start, or do you want me to start? I can start. Okay. So we're technically talking about, like, the end of August in this last week, which was weird to me because I had to get my calendar and look at it and be like, wait, what happened in August? Um... I don't know how the your guys' year is shaping up, but that's how my year is shaping up. Blaine, what happened? Well, we did stay fair in August, obviously, and that was a great trip. I I love state fair, guys. I don't care what state fair it is. Indiana, Kentucky, I love both of them. They're just so fun to me. I love seeing when you have like dairy cows, for example. You get to see all the best of all the breeds of dairy cows. 
and you get to see all the best of all the breeds of chickens. Like, I don't know why. That just makes my soul happy, seeing all of those. So that was a good day when we got to go to the state fair and get to see all the animals and the kids' projects and have fun food. And um, obviously it's over now, but if you're ever in Indiana and you can't decide what to get at the Indiana State Fair, the pork tent is always a win. Like, it's like the Indiana Pork Farmers Association or something like that. I may not have that name exactly right. It's always a win. And I got a fabulous pork chop and Chris got a pork chop sandwich and the kids got uh, pulled pork sandwiches and we got these pit tater things. It was lovely. I just love the food. Um, and the kids know that I have to have a good lemon shake-up. We literally scoped out 10 different lemon shake-up places before I found one that I approved of and that I enjoyed my lemon shake-up from. Very particular. So we have been trying to incorporate um, having the kids stay up late, each of them with us, at least once a month. And by stay up late, we're talking like 9 o'clock. We're not talking like midnight or anything. Because their bedtime is usually around 8. So they, um, when Chris was doing on-call with his previous job, um, that happened every other weekend. And he would be gone originally. Like, he would actually go to the hospital so he could be on hand when they, before COVID, when you couldn't do um, telehealth. And now, since COVID, telehealth is insurance approved and all those things. But during that season, um, I would be home alone with the kids when he would do those nights and I started letting one of the kids each of those nights and we'd rotate children stay up late and they would watch a movie and we'd have a special snack and they'd get one-on-one -on -one time with me and they really really enjoyed it and we haven't done that in a while because when Chris was doing on call he was able to do telehealth and then he hasn't done on call for several months now so last month was the first month that we really got to get back into the routine of letting one kid a night stay up late with both of us. And they get to choose from playing a game, watching a movie, reading a book, puzzles, whatever. They get to choose what we do. And we let them pick a special snack that's like in our budget. And that was really fun this last month. We got to get through all three of the kids. And it it sounds silly when there's just three, but they don't get a ton of one-on-one -on -one time with mom and dad. Like, I talk to them all day long, and we have conversations all day long, but it is really big to them when they get to have just that hour or two of mom and dad's undivided attention. Even if we're doing something or watching a show, they really just blossom having that time with us and so I'm really excited we're doing that again and we already have plans for this month for doing that again um we've got it on the calendar because you got to put it on the calendar guys if you want to do stuff like this yeah. gotta prioritize it and put it on your calendar and please 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 if you have multiple kids do something like this take them on a date let them stay up late with you do something like this because um We've had a couple of conversations during these nights that I'm like, oh, didn't know that was going on with you. 
and that wouldn't have happened, and obviously it hasn't happened, your siblings are all awake. Um, so that's been good this month, doing that. And what else has been going on? Um, mentions that my dad got hurt a while back, and he's doing much, much better. And him and my mom have been married. Gotta get the number right. Yeah. 40 years, y'all. Wow. Congratulations. 40 years in August. They were married 40 years. And, um, just. Which is weird. Like, I'm not sure how that actually happened. Because (laughs) your mom cannot possibly be older than 42. Oh, bless your heart. She will love to hear that. <laughs> like, I was looking at a picture that one of your siblings posted of your parents on Facebook, and I was like, she does not look that much older than Diana. She had to have been like 10 when she was born. <laughs> um, I think I would say having seven kids kept mom youthful, she would say having seven kids made her tired. (laughs) But she enjoys her grandkids. Both of her and dad enjoy the grandkids a lot. And they are trying to stay very involved with them. Um, But for their 40th, uh, they went to Colorado and had a very chill camping trip in Colorado and they camped out next to this gorgeous I would have called it a small river they call it a creek in Colorado or brook or whatever word they use and just got to soak up mountain air and the views and rest I'm like you know what that's awesome we'll tickle for you guys and so they're back now and I don't know that was just I wanted to share We started school in August. We had our first week in the last week of August. And we have also started up our co-op. So we've had meetings leading up to that, like the parent meetings. And we have had a a picnic and we've had our first co-op now. And kids are very excited about that because they get to see all their co-op friends every other week now. So that's good. I love co-op but co-op also tends to stress me out a little bit because the way that this we have two co-ops that we're involved in for homeschooling and one of them is more uh social like it's more we do field trips we do play days we visit parks we visit people's houses sometimes um and that one is not so stressful because i'm not in charge of organizing those things i'm just in charge of showing up and this one that we're going to, though, is more of a educational co-op, the one that I'm talking about right now. So last year with this co-op, we did science all together. And we went through, like, imagine going through the days of creation and what happened on that day and using that as the basis for science, like for what you're doing that day. So we did, like, earth science and, and um, botany and animal science and um weather and water and like we went through all those things this year we're doing history um specifically american history so it's 
not as much my strong point. And in this co-op, all of the parents who have kids in the co-op have to participate in some form of teaching in a class, one of the classrooms. So um, that's what we're doing this year. So we're doing American history and I am helping to teach along with the other moms that are in our classroom. And it's going to be good. It's going to be a good thing. I got you, sis. <laughs> good. <laughs> For those that don't know, my first two years of college, I was double majored in social studies education and history. And then when I switched colleges, they just didn't have a history. Uh, it was it was still very, very early online. I switched in 2010. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And was doing online classes. So they didn't have a whole lot to offer. And so I, of course, couldn't flesh that out. But also, like, what would I do with a history degree other than teach it? And I decided I didn't want to do education. So I am so excited. Like, I've already started planning. Like, I know in Kentucky, you don't have to do um, history until you're in the fourth grade. But that doesn't work for me. <laughs> so I will probably start some sort of history in kindergarten. Like, something minor, like yeah. the big stuff, you know. Well, so the playful pioneers that we get from... Um, Peaceful Chris. Thank you. <laughs> it wasn't coming. It wasn't coming. Um, it like the his like it goes through very early American history. Um, it goes through the the westward expansion. Um, and then they also have one that's called Hind Kingdom, but that's more geography based. But it also deals with some history stuff because. Talks about like why in the witch in the wardrobe and why the kids were in countryside dependencies. Um, and it's kind of more geography based. But there are there are programs out there that incorporate history at a very early age. And there's just fun stuff with the early American history. Like there's fun things you can do, there's fun things to learn, there's fun people to learn about. Um and one of the things that I love about the co-op is having um, different moms and their different talents and the different ways they teach all coming together. And in our first co-op meeting, you could really see that because one of our moms, like she's really good with words and like defining words and breaking them down for the kids and helping them understand these thicker words that were being used in our lesson. And then there's another mom and we had to kind of condense one part because we were running out of time. And it was talking about um, the early the early European settlements in America. And the way that she described it is she pulled three kids out and she goes, okay, 
you're the king of Spain and you're the queen of England and she gave one of them a crown and she gave one of them a mustache and she gave another one a beard and she's like and you're sending settlers here to this city and you're sending settlers here to this city and you're sending settlers here to this city and there you go the first three colonies <laughs> I was like that was great though because those kids that she picked out to be that king or queen are gonna remember oh yeah I was that king and I established St. Augustine you know or however it was all right established Jamestown so it was great it was a lot of fun yeah all of them do that and we went to a wedding that was fun because we got to dance I like to dance with my hubs if you have not done if you want to dance with your hubs but you don't want to get out of the house for dancing and like to do like living room dance kind of stuff. I recommend show her off DVDs. They're not terribly expensive, and you can go through them at your own pace. You can go through them over and over again. They are a little more. I don't want to call them swing dancing. More like definitely country. not line dancing. Yeah. You could do it to any kind of music. It doesn't have to be country. The guy who does it is very country. The guy who's teaching mm-hmm. you how to do it is very country. Um, but you could take the moves and incorporate them to any kind of dancing music except for like club dancing music because it's not yeah. that kind of dancing. Um, I guess it's kind of more swing-ish type dancing because there's a lot of spins. There's some dips. Um, and it's a little cheesy, the guy who teaches it. But they're really basic, like, quick moves to pick up. And you get to use them when you go to weddings. It's great. So we got to do that. And, oh, so my nephew is in football. And I have not been a football person so much. Like, I would watch a football game here and there when I was in college. But I've never had a team. I've never really cared that much about Super Bowl. (laughs) <laughs> like I'm not that person. Go, Joe, go. <laughs> um, but I'm all about nephew in football. And we've been to two games now and they're so fun. It's so fun to watch him play. The first one was hot as Hades. Mm-hmm. Awful. But this last one I was like, oh, this is pleasant. We can do this. We can sit out here and have a good time. The first one, they were really worried about the kids because um, it was hot enough they could have gotten heat stroke. So um, it was funny because they had these water bottles and the kids can't hardly like drink from a water bottle like you're supposed to. So they'd open their mouths and they'd squirt through their helmets to get the water. But then I noticed that they're not just giving them water to drink. They're like hosing them down and you'd see them hold their little jerseys out and hose them down inside their jerseys because they're just so hot because they've got all their equipment on they've got their helmets on they got their pads on and it got really hot that day so last time though it was a lot nicer outside for him it was fun and tori of course is our loudest cheerer in the um side lines and I'm pretty sure my nephew can hear uh, him through his helmet and on the field and over everything else um, 
that's kind of the last of our month after we had our conversation before. That's fun. One of mine was going to be that we took E to his first football game last weekend. Oh. And, like, I love football. My husband is okay with football. I love it. I don't understand it very well. And so, bless their hearts, my sister and her boyfriend are continually having to explain to me, this is why they got a foul. This is why they're setting up again. This is why that touchdown didn't count. I got really mad because this one, they have a the cutest little quarterback you've ever seen. Like, he's smaller than my nephew, but that child is fast. And watching him just sprint down the field at full speed is so fun. And I was like, but he worked so hard for that. Why didn't it count? He did so good. I was so mad. I was so mad on his behalf. I was like, that should have counted. I'm assuming there was a flag on the play. Well, one time it was a false start and they didn't catch it fast enough. And I think the other time there was a flag somewhere, there was a flag that was thrown and he didn't know about it. And none of us saw the flag because we were focused on him running. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. That happens a lot. It was very, I was very sad. (laughs) I was like, no, that should count. He worked so hard. That should count. (laughs) I am a Bengals fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, far from them. Yeah, that's part of like I grew up for years. I didn't know there was another team but the Bengals. Um, <laughs> you didn't know there was another option. Kentucky doesn't have a football team, and so the Bengals are kind of like the closest thing we got. He does have a football team, huh? I guess they don't have a like an NFL team. They have college teams. Yeah, but I don't like college football. Oh, that's all I'm familiar with, really. I like high school and I like NFL. I don't like college. Yeah. So um, we've kind of adopted the Bengals will train in the town that my mom grew up in. So, Mm -hmm. like, we've claimed them. As our hometown team. (laughs) Um, For a long, long, long time, I was a big fan of the Patriots. Mm -hmm. But um, I was really obsessed with Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. And when he retired, I was heartbroken. And then when he came out of retirement, I was like... Was this just a show? Why did you do that? Was this just to get attention? And then he retired again, I'm pretty sure. Because after that, I lost. I was like, yeah, I'm (laughs) not interested in this. Why are you coming back and forth? Like, Mm -hmm. I did the same thing with the, the, what was his name? Mark Martin. When he Mm -hmm. kept retiring and coming back and retiring and coming back. It's like, I'm not going to mourn you anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to mourn you anymore. Um, he got like a, serious or not? Yeah, he got I don't know how many grandfather clocks and and rocking chairs, and I'm just like, oh no, this is old news. He's gonna do this again next year. Like Jimmy Johnson's gonna win, and he's gonna retire. Um, but where was I going with that? Oh yeah, like I 
don't like when groups or people make things too political. Mm-hmm. Like, I have my opinion. You are not going to influence my opinion one way or the other. You have yours. I'll have mine. Stop. Mm-hmm. And the Patriots got really political really quickly. And I was like, you know, I'm not going to support that. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go back to the Bengals and be happy about it. And wouldn't you know, I make that decision to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> not saying I had any influence over it. Okay. Just saying they hadn't gone before. I was cheering for them regularly. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, like, I love stuff like that. But this weekend... Uh, the school that my husband graduated from, South Laurel, was playing uh, an away game that is still just like 30 minutes down the street. Uh, and like growing up where I grew up, that's nothing. Like I had mm-hmm. people say all the time, like, oh, it's too far to drive between London and Corbin. No, it's not. Like, <laughs> hush. It is 20 minutes. Come on. Um. But um, I'm at least 30 minutes away from everything. So yeah. 20 minutes doesn't sound bad to me. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> 20 minutes of interstate driving. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Well, not even 20 minutes interstate, but like 10 minutes interstate, 10 minutes, you know, roads to get you there. It's not that bad. Everybody needs to calm down. Especially one of my neighbors was posted on Facebook yesterday. She's like, I can find this in Corbin, but I can't find this in London. Can anybody in London help me out? And I'm like, you can go five minutes that way or seven minutes that way. What is that two minutes going to save you, really? Come on. Hush. Hush. But anyway, they were playing an annoying game. And we kind of figured most people are going to have that view. If that's too far away, I'm not going to go. And so, our section's going to be fairly empty. Let's go support these kids. Mm-hmm. We were hoping the band would be there. They didn't show. We were hoping cheerleaders would be there. They didn't show. But they had the best pep section. Like, a couple of times, a couple of the kids were kids. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't that often. The minute the color guard came out on the field, not even taking the field, when they came out to get ready, mm-hmm. all of the pep section stood, faced the flag, and put their hand over their hearts. Aww. During the national anthem, every member of the pep section sang every word. Love it. But they didn't sing it like so loud that they were drowning out the student singer from the other school. They were just so respectful with it. And I was like, this is wonderful. I love this. There there was a BS chant once. <laughs> but I told Shane, they deserved it. <laughs> it was a terrible call. Everyone knew it was a terrible call. Even the other school was like, are we sure? Yeah. But that's that's a whole side tangent. E loved so, it. 
at the last game you were at, sorry to interrupt you. Mm-hmm. I just learned there's something called a sympathy call. Have you heard of this? Where they will make some kind of fake call at the very end of the game. This kid, again, this cute little runner kid, had made a touchdown, and it was the very end of the game, and my nephew's team was up by quite a bit, and he made a sympathy call so that that score didn't count in the final score. I think that might just be for the Weedles. Didn't lose by as much. I think that might just be for the Weedles. Maybe, but it just made me mad, too. I was like, that kid worked really hard for that, and there wasn't a legitimate thing. Like, I was very upset. I was like, yes, we won. What you did should have counted. (laughs) Anyway, sorry to interrupt you. You said even. No, you're good. He did. The first half, he would, like, watch it a little bit and then watch the film. Mm -hmm. Because on the weekends, he gets more film time. And so he's like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to watch Boo Boo. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Which is what he calls YouTube. And then I was like, okay. But Shane went and got us assies. Like just before halftime. And so we were eating them at half. And then when the next half started, he forgot a phone existed. And he would go from dad's to mine and dad's to mine <laughs> because we each had different flavors. And then finally he was just like, okay, dad, no, I hold, I hold. And he it's just took the now. spoon. <laughs> it's fine now. <laughs> but he would share, I have videos. I need to send you some of him like getting so excited and cheering. And he didn't even watch like half the game. He would, he would watch when the play would start. Because he liked to see them all take off. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He wouldn't watch anything else. And he would watch the adults and go. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be everybody else. There was a guy there that had hooked up like a bullhorn on a drill. And so there were like three horns. And instead of like pressing a button, he would pull the trigger to the drill. And it would go as long as he'd hold that trigger in. It was great. It was hilarious. It'd scare you to death if you're not paying attention to the game. Uh-huh. Um, but <laughs> everybody's cheering. And it was like, it was, I think we may have got a first down or something. It wasn't a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but Eli looks up at the guy through the horn and he goes, beep, beep. And everybody's laughing at him, and he goes, beep, beep. <laughs> I'm serious here, people. So the guy, like, does the horn for him, and he's like, there you go, beep, good beep. job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, but I guess getting back to, like, what else happened other than the game. That was just so fun. I enjoyed it. Um, oh, gosh. We had a wedding mid-August. 
And you look fine. Thank you. It was the most efficient wedding I've ever seen. I loved it. I'm taking notes, like, to tell other brides. She comes in, like, after the wedding. Everybody comes in. We're seated. They gave a seating chart to kill time. Mm-hmm. Perfect idea. Perfect idea. Because then while everybody's trying to find their seats, they are taking bridal party pictures. We come back in. Like they're coming in as everybody's getting their drinks. And then um, they come in, they announce. Every, the bridal party goes to sit down. The couple comes in. They stop. <laughs> but like before they sit, they do a 90-second first dance. Uh, the groom sat down. The dad came up. They did a father or a mother or a, oh my gosh, father-daughter dance. Father-daughter. There you go. 90 seconds. They both sit down. The groom comes back. His mom comes up. She was way too young to be his mom. They do a dance. I hope people say that about me at the kids' weddings. <laughs> Be okay with that. The mom sits down. The bride comes back. They cut the cake. Have fun, everybody. And they leave and go get their pictures taken. They come back, do a full outfit change. She looked amazing. And, like, go around and, like, after they change, they're like, hey, How's everybody doing? And then at one point they told us, they were like, we are going to dance. If you are interested in dancing, stay. However, the entire groomsmen party were all Marines. Marines and Army, I think. And they're like, well, we are not providing beverages. Beverages are here, and we are going to hold off on the party party until after Grandma leaves. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) And we left as Grandma was leaving. I, I like, I was so young when I got married that beverages were not an option. Y'all, I wasn't legal. I was 20. Um, I like that they planned to stay and have a good time, though. I feel like sometimes I'm at a wedding and they're just ready to be done and gone. And I'm like, guys, you don't get a lot of chances to celebrate and party. Like, enjoy this. You already paid for all of this. Like, have fun. Hang out. Like, I don't know. I get I get kind of sad when I feel like everybody's like, okay, we're done, bye. bye. Yeah. Including the, you know, the bride and the groom. I'm like, enjoy this. I remember um, I was in college talking to one of my friends who was used to Irish weddings. And she's like, Irish weddings last for days. And the parties last for days. And she said, I went to my first American wedding and I felt chipped. I was like, what is this? This is not a wedding. This is not a party. And th- I like that idea. Like, if you plan for it, like, do it. Like, have a good time. Yeah. Me. That's my two cents. My unmerited 
unwanted <laughs> wedding. Yeah, like it was it was a fun wedding, very efficient. We were happy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to see what else. I want to talk about your visit to me, but that's technically September, and I want to save it for September. Oh, see this. I was, I was gonna go ahead and be like for the last two then. weeks. Let's do it then. <laughs> I got to go see Diana. Uh-huh. And we went to the zoo and it was so much fun and I loved it. Um I guess the only other thing for me, well, I'll, there was the Okay. Okay. <laughs> There's still a lot that I don't want to say. Uh-huh. And I have already said in another episode that we got the TPR and we were in our appellate window. Yes. We are out of the appellate window. <gasps> oh! We just were. Every step, every step yeah. makes me so excited. Like, I was just like, please, 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 please. Friday, we were unofficially out because, like, at that point, it's too late. I close the business day on Friday. It is too late to file an appeal. Because Saturday, Sunday, they're closed. Right. Monday, it's too late. The actual last day was Sunday. And so we were officially out on Monday. And, like... I thought when I got here, it would be worse. Because, like, I don't know the process from here. And I've heard so many different things. But then I talked to his worker and our worker and our attorney. And she, his worker has a meeting with our worker, essentially. Um, because it's her office. And she is going to be suggesting that he get a transitional worker and then we're going to get a transitional worker and then things are going to go really fast. And I've asked, like, can you give me an estimated time to my worker? And she's like, no, but soon. I was like, okay, but I've heard about this. And she's like, soon. I was like, okay, but I heard about this. And she just like the first time she's like, oh, well, you should hear from somebody soon. And I sent her another message like, okay, but when is soon? And she's Mm -hmm. like. You should hear from them soon. And I was like, okay, but I know about this person. It took six months. And like, when is soon? And she goes, soon. <laughs> and she's like, can I just come see you? I'll be yes, there please. tomorrow. Yes, please. <laughs> I was like, yes, yes please. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> what time? We'll cancel things if we have to. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's actually coming today. But she is just our worker. So, but it's her office that does the transitions. So we, the process from here, as far as I can tell, um, as soon as I can get my attorney to get back to me, which is a whole other thing, we can make a plan to go and, (laughs) oh, me too. (laughs) We can go make a plan to um, file the adoption petition. And once that's done and in, we can have a court date. And in the meantime, we will have a transitional worker that I'm not sure what they do or how long they're going to take. But everything I've heard says once you get the transitional worker, things just fly. 
So it looks like we may have this done this year after all. And for the last month, we really weren't sure. Well, and for the last month, we've been told, well, we've seen these people take this long. We've seen these people take this long. Like, it, it's really a broad variation of window options. Like, yeah. But I'm hoping by the time we have his birthday parties, everything will be already done. And I... we'll just hold, like, four parties. <laughs> Not wait for this boy to be like <sighs> he's yours. Yeah. Like that nothing's going to change that. Like he's yours. But um just so you guys know, our, our family's like we've known about this from the very beginning. We've known E from the beginning and um my kids know that he's not fully adopted yet. And y'all, we pray for E weekly at minimum. They ask me probably other every other week. So, Mama, is E theirs yet? Like, is he all the way like official layers yet? And I'm like, we're working on it. They're working on it, babe. So, just excited. We're so close. And there was a moment. I think it was last night. <laughs> where he was playing in the floor and he is the personality that if he wants something, if he decides he wants it, he needs it now. Mm -hmm. Not later. We're not waiting. You go, you do whatever you have to do to get this here now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was like, hush, Shane. I don't know anybody with that type of personality to you. Like, I just can't grasp. <laughs> and he just looks at me and I was like, oh, is that because he's mine? <laughs> Pretty sure. Pretty sure he's yours. Oh. Um, I'm trying to look. I feel like I'm forgetting something, but oh, I was also going to talk about what simplicity parenting has done to me. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Oh, my word. Okay, so we have talked for two months about the fact that I've been working on my garage. And it just, no matter what we did, we just couldn't get it done. So. And you were doing genuine work on it. Like, you did yeah. huge work on it and got rid of a huge amount of stuff. Yeah. Well, we also went and bought, like, shelves that are 100 pounds each and insane. But, man. The minute Costco are super friendly, but that's a whole other story. Um, <laughs> but we, uh, I'm not focused now because I'm thinking about like, how nice are the minute Costco? Anyway. Um, we got Love the show. Costco. But <laughs> uh, we got like our shelving and stuff done. Just hadn't put it up. Like we got it here. We just couldn't find the time. And so we were like, okay, Labor Day no matter what we are working on this like it has to be an actual natural disaster where our lives are at stake for us to not work on this and so e played in the yard all blessed day we also had some security cameras and i told shane like i can build stuff by myself i can't i can't put that up you go put that up i'll work on building this and then gave me like major cred with my dad 
when he showed up and like I'm in the garage putting the shelf together and I got my hammer and like I'm somebody it was my dad my mom my grandma and my aunt all showed up to help oh good yeah it was wonderful and like my yeah, grandma's extra hands had to help so much oh yeah my grandma's entire job was just watchy yeah. but Within then the yeah but then boy. like my dad comes in and he's just like he's got this strut that he's always done and he's just like what are you doing so i can put the shelf together and it would be great if you could come and please hold this he was like, well, where do you want me to hold it? And I was like, right there. It's like, all right. And I'm hammering the stuff in. And he was like, all right. And I was like, I'm not done. Can you hold this, please? <laughs> and he's like, my dad calls them constructions. They're not instructions. It's construction. He's like, where's your constructions at? And I was like, over there. I've already read them, Dad. And I don't know like, what I'm doing. Why aren't you reading them? And I said, because I watched a YouTube video that could tell me more than those constructions ever could. I watched a seven-minute video. I know what I'm doing. I put that one over there together completely alone. Without touching those, I'm doing this. And he's like, yeah. all right. I love it. <laughs> Like I put, we put the shelves together and we put everything up on the shelves and it looks amazing. I almost cried when I saw it. It was wonderful. But then I was like, oh, the garage is done. We're going to go simplify my kitchen. I don't think so, I've told you about this. Yeah. You told me you were going to do it. And one of your original plans, I didn't know if you still had space for it when you were done with the shelving, was to use part of the garage because her garage is right off her kitchen. So to use part of the shelving in the garage as like storage for the cookware that you guys don't use as often and just to give you some extra counter space and free space in the kitchen. Were you able to save some of the shelving space in the garage oh, for kitchen stuff? Oh. Yeah. I have about 10 points in my yeah. cabinet. I have Four drinking glasses, four juice glasses, four bowls, and nothing else in that cabinet. Mm -hmm. Um, I took out all of like the fun cups, mm -hmm. like the we have a lot of wrestling cups and movie cups mm -hmm. from going to shows, and I took all of those out. And only put back, like, the cups that we use daily or weekly. Me and E use them daily. Shane doesn't so much. I put those in a, excuse me, in a separate shelf. Um, all of our, like, appliances that we don't use that often got taken out. And the ones that we do use, like, at least once a month were put on the shelves. All of our serving wire is out. Um, most I of mean, our bakeware is out. Those things aren't stuff you use often enough to be taking up space in your kitchen. And you guys don't have a ton of easily accessible storage in your kitchen either. Mm -hmm. So you really need to only have what you absolutely use often in there. Yeah. Well, now that that's out, um, 
I guess also before in the months between the garage is almost done and the garage is done while my grandmother was here to help me clean I did a good clean like I helped clean the appliances because I've been watching TikTok and it's it's shown me things <laughs> have you ever I cleaned your agitator in your washing machine oh that's even better i've got one of the like front load ones that's just got the drum there's still some cleaning videos for that that i suggest oh, no, 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 no. i take it back my mom has the front load one that has the drum mine is a top load but it doesn't have an agitator Oops, just lost my um i clean I my the agitator. one that can handle like 10 pair of jeans at a time yeah i don't mess when i do laundry i'm doing laundry i'm done now uh, I took the agitator apart. Okay. You guys. Gotta be so gross. I took it apart. Because, like, I, you don't think about it. And honestly, I didn't realize you could. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't know what that thing did or how it worked or, like. But there's a little cap on it and you can pull the cap off. And all of this dirt and grime and grit is trapped in there. And a lot of it is from, like, not even necessarily your clothes, but there's such a thick film from detergents. So I took my steamer and I broke a lot of that up. And then it took me four kitchen rags to finish wiping the agitator and then, like, the rim around the washing yeah, machine clean. Yeah. So finally got all that cleaned and was super proud of that. Uh learned how to clean the filter in my dishwasher. I didn't know there was a filter. I don't have a dishwasher, so I don't have that problem. <laughs> and now I have to clean it like in my head because I let it get so gross before. I have to clean that in between every single wash. I'm not talking like a rinse. I'm talking I get a brush and I'm scrubbing that sucker mm-hmm. because man I didn't know it existed mm-hmm. um but while like a- after I finished that I went into E's room and I have started our toy library I need to organize it better mm-hmm. but I took all of the toys that were on top of the toy box that he's not played with in ages and I put them in a, in a bin and I put them out in the garage and then I went through all of his clothes and I took them like I divided them by size and season and I put the rest out in the garage uh, that's gonna make his room feel so much better oh yeah like I haven't cleaned the closet closets are a whole separate beast uh, I took the clothes out of the closet, put back the clothes, but like as far as cleaning out everything in it, no. But then, like, I have, sorry, um, in his dresser, I only have clothes that he can currently wear. Wonderful. There's a couple of outfits that are too small, but I was like, I'll just wait instead of like making a separate box for that for like two or three items. I'll wait, and then next year, hopefully, we can't wear these clothes anymore. 
Because we went from 18 months to 12 months to nine months to 12 months. So hopefully by next year, he's going to have this huge growth spurt and he can't wear any 12 months clothes anymore. He drinks the raw milk. drink it like even if you put chocolate syrup or like a shake mix in it or anything like that mm -hmm. i just wondered because you know ev's been having a growth spurt and um these have been hurting him for the last two weeks because mm -hmm. he's growing so fast again and up until this point he hasn't complained about growing pains but the last two weeks he's been like hobbling around because his knees hurt and i told him he hadn't been drinking milk because i hadn't made chocolate syrup and I was like, dude, get you a glass of chocolate milk after I made the syrup. Within hours of him having a big glass of chocolate milk, his legs stopped hurting. Oh. It's, he's just growing so fast and his body just needs the calcium. So I just wondered because I feel like it could help fatten him up a little bit and encourage the growth if he would drink it because it's just so easily absorbable. Yeah. He, like, I don't know what it is about milk. He weaned himself from the bottle. Um, he just decided he would rather have food than, than the bottle. And I didn't have to do anything for him. <laughs> and then, I, like, when he weaned himself from the bottle, I started trying to incorporate regular milk. And there was nothing. Mm -hmm. Refused. So, I started doing chocolate and strawberry and his pediatrician suggested peanut butter he doesn't like peanut butter either and that bothers me like we're gonna have to have a talk about that at some point I'm gonna have to ground him if he doesn't start eating it um, <laughs> but I've, I've tried so many different things and then he refused to drink it and then I tried to get him to drink some raw milk and he wouldn't have that either He's a very particular child. I also am looking into what I can do to mask his vitamin D because he started fighting us when we try to give it to him. And then because he doesn't like that medicine, he is starting to fight us on all the medicines all of a sudden. And he's always been so good about taking it. been good about taking it, yeah. Well, you don't, I mean, give yourself time to think about if you want to keep that in or not because raw milk could be the thing that we got about but. I was just curious mm -hmm. if he would drink the raw milk. Yeah, no, I don't think so. So hopefully by next year he'll be grown. And... <sighs> I was talking to a friend of mine that her little girl is only three weeks younger than E. And I was like, oh, Jordan, it's Jordan Carmack. You know, she was on, we, we interviewed her and she was like, oh, she's just now getting into two teeth clothes and she's almost three. And I was like, okay. We're just getting back into 12 months. So hush. <laughs> My niece that's a year younger is wearing 2T clothes. And I'm just like. Must be nice. You know where I stand on that conversation. Yeah. Like. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay with him growing the rate he needs to grow and he's never going to be the biggest kid however I would like for him to be big enough to do the things that he would enjoy doing yeah 
you'll get there. Yeah. My nephew is the same way, though. Yeah, he's just now starting to get into, like, kids, like, average sizes for his age. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember that when I met him at three years old, I couldn't believe he was still wearing 18 months clothes. And I was like, oh, he's so tiny. He's wearing 18 months. And I'm going to have a three-year-old wearing two, 12 months. <laughs> but... My nephew is five, six. He's six. Gosh, he is six. <laughs> oh, my word. And he's just now starting to wear clothes. The average, it's like average for his age. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, he is legitimately small. His age on a growth chart. Or like compared to normal, like typically developing. Almost not a good word. Typically developing. Um, that doesn't a it doesn't mean he's gonna stay small forever. And B, have so this he does. Odd range of humanity. Yeah. There's some really good fast basketball players that are really tiny. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's going to limit him, you know. Like, not it's not going to actually be a limiting factor for him. And with his personality, his size is not going to be an issue for yeah for whatever he wants to do. <laughs> He's the only to do whatever he wants to do. He just can't ride the rides, and that's a bummer. Especially as we're in festival season. Yeah, he'll be able to eventually. Yeah, he just sees them now and is like, dragon. We can't. Sorry, so, um, next time we are going, if I remember right, we are going to be talking about, I want to give our listeners a heads up and if they have any questions they want to send us, um, we're going to be talking about preparing for our grandma bodies. Is what yes. I think I'm going to call it. I am three years, almost turning 40 i'll be turning 38 this fall and i've been asking my over 40 friends and some of my friends who are already grandmas what are things that they found really helpful for them because 40 and up comes with some pretty big hormonal changes not that far away it comes with some metabolism changes that are not that far away and just generally trying to enter that season as gracefully and healthfully as I can. So I've been kind of asking, what do you think helped? What do you wish you had done? And we are going to be discussing at least three of those things um, in our next episode. I'm very much looking forward to it. Um, Amanda and I have talked a lot about how to incorporate this because we've chosen to talk and focus a lot on mental health for moms. And we don't feel like it is discussed nearly enough that and, and normalized that this morning is hard and there's a lot of expectations put on us and there's a lot of um, stigmas on mental health things and we wanted to make sure that we had covered those things. But um, there's such a toxic culture, I think, in mainstream ideas around exercise and health and dieting. 
And we want to talk about that too and try to figure out, okay, where, where is that? Where is the sustainable, healthy lane for this? And, and what do we think is actually going to be beneficial? So that's what we're thinking about talking about next time. Yes. Very excited. But that's all I have for today. Yeah, that's what I have too. So thank you guys for coming along with us. And we hope that you find the beauty in your unvarnished life this next week. Love y'all. Bye. Bye.